What is happening, guys? Welcome back to the show. I am Timmy Foodie, although this isn't the Timmy Foodie thing. But if you do want to check out a foodie thing, uh, head over to my uh, YouTube channel. So just go uh, to YouTube and search Timmy Foodie, and you can check out my all my cooking shit. It's pretty cool. Um, so what we're going to do today is we're actually going to do my little Formula One summary. I missed the first race because I don't know why I didn't do it in the end. It was a pretty good race. Hamilton won that without really having the right to win it. It was one of these, um, yeah, it was a good race. Good race. I can't remember what happened in now. I just know he won it, um, won it, won it from... Um, pretty tricky position so it was uh yeah it's looking like it's going to be a really close year between red bull and mercedes and i think the cars are actually very evenly matched just i think red bull maybe have the slight edge over one lap so i think they're going to have the slight benefit when it comes to qualifying even though actually hamilton put it on pole uh this weekend um but yeah I think it's going to be a really close year this year, and everyone's getting like really excited about the um, the kind of uh, competition between Hamilton and Verstappen. So I think it's going to be really good. So we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Um, so what we're going to do today is summarise the um, Formula One Pirelli Grand Primo del Madi in Italy, Delle Milina Romagna, twenty twenty one race in Imola. Um, that's weird because it doesn't actually say Imola in the really long title <laughs> that they put on the Formula One website. But anyway, uh, we're going to get I'll be joined by Dave in a minute, so we'll dial him in shortly. He's faffing, doing something, God knows fucking what. Um, so anyway, uh, we will. I may as well just go through the result and then we can chat with Dave about what went on in the race. So yeah, it was a pretty exciting race. It started raining beforehand. So it's, they started on kind of either wets or intermediate tyres. They had the free choice. Um, it didn't actually rain anymore, so it was kind of like a drying track. So it was um, it was quite an interesting start to the race. But we'll get get to that in a minute. We'll just talk through the results. So uh, P1, Max Verstappen, really great performance. No major mistakes. One little mistake, but it didn't cost him. So we'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, Lewis Hamilton, P2 for Mercedes. Um he made a pretty big mistake, but managed to pull it back. Mate, it was a pretty amazing drive from him, actually. So, yeah, he did a great job. And then P3, Lando Norris from McLaren. He did a great job. Really, really strong race. Um, he was just on fire all weekend. He was looking really quick in that McLaren. And the McLaren is looking really quick. It's looking like the third fastest car at the moment, which is great for them. Uh, then you've got Charles Leclerc, Carlos Sainz for Ferrari in fourth and fifth. Then Daniel Ricciardo, sixth. Pierre Gasly, seventh. Tough race for him, but he did well to get it back to seventh, actually, given what happened to the start, which we'll get to. Um, Lance Stroll, P8, good drive from him. Both the Aston Martins had real technical issues, so they were really struggling. Um, so it was, uh, yeah, it was tricky. It was tricky. Um, we'll get to that in a minute, though. Then we've got um, uh, Espen Alcon P9 for Alpine and Fernando Alonso P10 for Alpine, which is really good from them. They actually finished um, a couple of places lower, but uh, Raikkonen and I think maybe Perez or something actually got penalised for some stuff. So they actually lost their points positions and then the Alpines got 
promoted from there. So that was pretty good. Uh, yeah, so P11, Sergio Perez, 12th, Yuki Sonoda had a really difficult race, but managed to bring it home in a you know reasonable position. Raikkonen, 13th, he was, I believe, 8th or 9th. No, he was 9th or 10th, but then he had a mistake in the uh, safety car period, which cost him the result. He, he did have, he got like a pretty hefty penalty. Um uh, so that was P13, Kimi Raikkonen, P14, Giovinazzi, Alfa Romeo as well. Not the best race from them, but not too bad. Um, Sebastian Vettel, P15, he didn't finish. Uh, again, massive technical issues. Um, he actually, re- they retired the car for, I think it was brake issues or gearbox or something like that. So, um, looks like Dave's ready. Uh, and then... 16, Mick Schumacher, 17th, Nikita Mazepin, and then the people who didn't finish were Bottas, Russell, and Nicholas Latifi, um, who, yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. So it looks like Dave's ready, so let's dial him in, and then we will uh, we'll catch up from there. Right, Dave, welcome, welcome. So uh, I did a little brief intro and went through the results. So everyone knows the results now. I didn't really talk about anything else. I just went through and uh, listed where people came or didn't come in terms of the uh, did not finishes, which we'll talk about two of those, I'm sure. Um, what do you think of the race then? Um, yeah. Um, hello, everyone. And uh, nice to be back. Um, it's been a while. Um, yeah. Well, well, where do we start? I mean, crikey. That was... Um, I sort of uh, watched it um, half live and then half in the morning after and um, sort of left it on a a bit of a knife edge and it kind of looked like, oh, this could be a really interesting race. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, it it was one of those races that probably had it all. Um, Yeah, starting when it's wet, I mean, you're always going to... yeah have yeah. an interesting race because it's going to be who's going to go on what tyres when are they going to go to slicks like and the ensuing chaos of racing on a semi-dry semi-damp track so, yeah. yeah I mean in terms of a spectacle it's hard to remember I mean there's been some very good races recently but when you when you think back uh, it's it's kind of um, up there with 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 just all, all that drama and all that kind of entertainment that people want which I think is great. Yeah, kind of um, reminiscent of the Turkish Grand Prix last year when it was kind of mm. wet and really slippy track because they resurfaced it and all that stuff. So it's like, yeah, that was actually, yeah. that was a race that Hamilton drove the intermediates right down to slicks and then finished on them as slicks. <laughs> it was fucking mental. Yeah, it, it, it was just, um, yeah, I think it was one of those just uh, a classic, classic race that, that had all the scenarios it could possibly throw up. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, it's sort of, it's difficult to know where to start, but, uh, well, yeah, I, I mean, guess, um, <laughs> I guess, yeah, I mean, the, the start was pretty dramatic, dramatic. Verstappen came from third to first and nice little move. What Lewis and him came into that kind of second corner, which is like a little hair, like a little chicane sort of thing. And, um, neither of them really budged and Lewis was just on the outside. So he had to kind of go over these curbs and, got some pretty serious air going over the curves and damaged his mm. front left wing a little bit. Um, then Max kind of took off and Lewis kind of, it took him about four or five laps to kind of figure the car out again with obviously the different balance because of the loss of downforce from that front wing that got damaged. But he, he kind of, so, so Max like pulled out this like five or six second gap and then Lewis just sort of tried to maintain that 
as until it kind of started getting close to the pit stops and then he tried to close that gap and um so that was quite interesting but i mean max like was pretty seemed pretty in control i'd say yeah i mean if if, if you put kind of um that into context i mean he drove the, the perfect race really um and and uh, put himself in a winning position and and i'd say you know deservedly won the race really um yeah i mean he was like the only guy who basically didn't really make a mistake i mean he made one almost mistake he uh, did yeah. which was yeah, just like yeah. a brown pants moment for him i'm sure but yeah um but you know again given the conditions um, oh, mate, yeah. i think he he did pretty well to that kind of pressure that kind of position yeah. um well, you know, the that's... fact that that was his only little uh, misstep shall we say yeah um, i mean i'd say the only driver that had to probably a perfect race was norris like he didn't make one mistake <laughs> unbelievable he, he drove amazing i mean he's just on fire at the moment that him and that car especially around that track i mean he must really like that track because he made yeah um, there's there, there must be something about it that he's he's <laughs> he, he got it so yeah i mean he deservedly got driver of the day yeah yeah um, definitely yeah i think so and um, like, yeah he's the only guy who didn't make a mistake basically so um yeah, yeah. To, to have that um to have the presence of mind and awareness in all areas of the race, whether it was his little battle with Hamilton to, to, to keep him behind him as long as he did. Um, and then when ultimately, you know, the the writing was on the wall, he still managed to manage that situation well, because he could have been quite easily caught by the the Ferraris Ferraris, chasing him as well. Yeah. He just maintained, Um, I think he kept enough in his tires to, hold them off and i think they knew yeah. they weren't really yeah. going to hold lewis off for that long but he wasn't going to just sort of give him the place yeah so. yeah i mean yeah just all i mean yeah talking about tires even just um the fact that he was one of those people that kind of everyone else i think was on the on the hard tires and he oh, mediums yeah uh, medium sorry and uh you know he went for the that option and um just to be able to pull that off, knowing yeah, so, that they could have just yeah. fallen off a cliff at the end and he could have just been swallowed up. But, and he, you know, I was actually envisaging at one point being totally, you know, on that tire being the wrong choice and him kind of slipping to maybe, he could have slipped to like fifth, sixth, even seventh if yeah, he was yeah. unlucky. So, I mean, yeah. he essentially, after the big incident in the race, hopefully everyone who's listening has watched, watched the race by now. But, um, <laughs> Essentially, after the big incident, at random places, there's so much to talk about. No, I know, yeah. So after the big incident yeah. and the restart, they basically did a, a rolling start, and obviously, when they come in and queue up in the pits, ready for while the track got cleared up and sorted out, they um they have then the choice to put on new tires or whatever and choose any tire they want. So Norris and I think Ricardo as well, and there was a couple of other drivers as well decided to go for the soft tire. Um, and there was still 30 odd laps, 32 laps to go. So I mean, it was like 36 laps and it was a lot of laps left. So he, they really did take a big gamble by doing that, but that's what got him the extra drive and grip on the restart, which got him past Leclerc, which was a position he did manage to maintain in the end. So it was, um, yeah, it was a very bold call by them. And I think one, they were a bit worried about, but they, they pulled it off. So yeah yeah um yeah. i guess bold. yeah we, we probably for maybe some people that haven't seen the race or or don't have any interest in in, in it but uh it's one of those races Why are you fucking listening you, then no yeah. Won't listen. <laughs> yeah well that's true you could ask yourself that question it's just you for our pure entertainment now, but, um, um, um 
but for those you know those people that uh, may not have um, seen the race in full yet, then you, you're in for a treat. Um, yeah, it was very but, cool. Yeah. I mean, it, it's. Yeah. Um, I mean, even after the first set of pit stops, when everyone started going on the slicks, like um, Mercedes almost got the undercut, although. They said afterwards they weren't necessarily going, so the overcut, they weren't necessarily going for that. They just, it was, uh, you know, if they could have got ahead, that would have been nice. But the fact is that Hamilton was catching Verstappen, and I think I think Mercedes was the faster car on track at that point, possibly. But then Lewis made that mistake trying to pass a back marker. There was a big group of like five back markers that Max, it took him some time to get past, which lost him his little buffer. Um, and then Lewis tried to get past him and was just a bit impatient and went up the inside on on a wet part of the track at the hairpin and fucked it, <laughs> went off into the gravel, tried yeah. to turn the car around, broke his front wing. So then he eventually had to, he didn't panic, he just sat there, figured out what he was going to do and he thought, if I go forwards, I'm going to, I'm going to, the, the car's just going to wheel spin and just dig into the, into the gravel. So he put it in reverse, reversed out all the way on back onto the track so eventually became like a front-wheel drive car because he was going backwards, but just using, the, obviously, the rear wheels, which is much better for traction out of gravel. Um, and that then was drove, a pretty, pretty smart move, that. Oh, very smart, yeah. And then so <laughs> then he did that, got it back to the pits. As that was all happening, Russell puts up a bold move around the outside of the, uh, you know, 300-kilometer-an-hour kink at Turn 1 and uh, crashed into uh, Bottas. Well, it was, and it was uh, probably a... A sixty forty one way or the other in terms of whose fault it was, but there's a debate raging about whose fault it was, and that just caused absolute chaos. Then the race got red flagged, and then Lewis basically only lost like what was it? He went from second to ninth in the end. Mm, yeah, so I mean, he was ninth yeah, in the restart, he, and so. uh, that that safety car period did him a massive favour because oh, he, he could. Yeah make up his positions and also then there was various people that could unlap themselves and well, he, he was lapped the reset button a bit yeah. really he was lapped by the leading group so yeah yeah he'd have been yeah. a lap down if that hadn't happened so he'd have been in probably yeah. that similar ninth place but he'd, he'd never have got that back but mm, because mm. he he did because he finished well because he started in ninth and uh, obviously had the fastest car apart from maybe verstappen he just you know, tore through the field and got back up to PT, which was really incredible, really. like, Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it shows um, his mentality, yeah. his never-say-die never, never attitude. I mean, he got he got quite fortunate with that safety car, like, oh, really, big time. <laughs> uh, you know, but he made the best of that situation and still, you know, just showed why he's a seven-time seven world champion. Yeah, that was on full display today. If everyone ever doubted yeah. him, thinking, oh, it's mm. just a car, it's like, no, nah, that mm. was mm. on full display today. He didn't give up. He didn't yeah. panic when he yeah. was in the wall. He he got lucky a bit with that crash. Um, he, did. he did. Especially as it was two Mercedes drivers that caused it, which benefited uh, yeah. him. Yeah. But then apparently there's potential long-term repercussions because of the cost cap in that, once you've written the car off, the cost of repairing that and fixing it and building a new car is huge. So, like, mm -hmm. they think that's going to impact potential development of the car throughout the year now because of that crash. Oh, interesting. So, yeah. so it's like Toto's obviously a bit pissed off about it because obviously it was his two drivers who were technically vying for the Mercedes mm. drive. Mm. Um, I don't think Russell dealt with that very well after the incident. No. I don't um, mind so much. Yeah. I mean, him going up to Bottas out on the track and 
having a go at him and that probably I get because it's like adrenaline and you almost died basically so you're going to be not quite yourself but I think after that he should have been a bit more careful about the words he used I think and he's since kind of apologized and stuff like that so I think he's realized but whoever um, advises him which I don't know if he even has someone like that but they should have told him to keep it still basically yeah (laughs) yeah but you know I I think it's, it's it's an interesting situation that there's been you know you, you, there's a lot of media um, attention around it, and and that's inevitable um, given the coverage that it gets. But um, I think it's it's you could look at it two ways. Yes, he he probably should have dealt with it in a more professional way, and yeah, maybe his advisor, um, you know, maybe tried to um, get him to do so, but maybe he was just so fired up about it. But, yeah. you know, this is, this is, um, this is formula one. This is what happened. Um, yeah. I mean, he had the balls back, to do it. And to like, the years of, yeah. you know, you, you don't want shrinking violets really, do you? No. you know? Well, that's it. And um, he, he isn't at all. He's like, he, when yeah. he was in the team last year, Mercedes driving in Bahrain. Exactly. He was like a senior. He was like the number one senior driver. Like he, yeah, exactly. the way he carries himself. And I think he, the way he talked, at the end maybe not the best way to do it but mm. he didn't back down and he was adamant and you know he's head of the, yeah, exactly. the drivers union as well and he was just like look that he felt yeah. Bottas moved which he did if you look at the if you look at the replays Bottas could have stayed a bit more on his side he did move across and at that yeah, speed I think that, you know it's, it's a fair point and I think you can look at it in so many ways I don't think Bottas is is a malicious driver no um, but you know I think it's easy for a lot of people to forget as well just imagine being in that situation at, at that speed making split second decisions that oh, yeah, mistakes yeah, are yeah. going to happen you're a human yeah. right this is this is not um, this is not you know it's man versus machine it's not machine versus machine it's it's, oh yeah exactly i mean it's um it's 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 human error and and even at that level people will make errors of judgment especially at that speed and those split second that was the fastest corner on the track i mean that was so if anyone doesn't know that it's a really long straight and the run up from the start finish line to the first corner is, a, is you know, yes, it's, 800 it's, meters or something. It's a long way. So, yes, it's, it's such a fast area of the track. Um, and it's it's like a little kink to the left, which is a, technically a corner, but it isn't on the, in those cars. And then it comes into a, a chicane. Yeah. So it's a very fast deceleration point, but from and, very and, quick. And for so. some people that might not appreciate as well the, the power and the speed that those cars are, have, that the fact that even though russell touched the grass the 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 loss of traction there for that split second and the power going through wheel spin yeah um yeah that speed to have that kind of wheel spin just by touch you know just barely touching the grass shows you kind of what a knife edge they're on and and particularly on a wet track and you know so I think for Russell's point was the speed differential because obviously he was in the slipstream yeah, and he had the exactly. DRS. So he was going yeah. about 30 kilometers an hour quicker than Bottas. Mm. So, and by the time Russell made that move, which to be fair is the move everyone was making, it was around the outside. Mm. Um, and if you actually look at Lewis's pass on uh, Norris, I believe, he Nor- Lewis was almost 
kept wider than Ru- where Russell originally was until Russell then moved across because he thought Bias was going to hit him. So it's, yeah. and once you're talking yeah. that speed difference, because Russell committed, the, there was nothing he could really do about that. And because he thought Bottas was going to, Bottas mm. essentially just made a little shift and then that just was enough because of the speed differential to throw Russell off. And it was Russell's yeah. mistake because he obviously, he went a bit too far wide because he thought Bottas was coming across. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know, but... Um, it's really hard. It, uh, that speed, the, the slightest movement is going to spook a driver as well, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think as well, Bottas did maybe appear to move. It's, it's so hard, I, I can't... I haven't looked at well, it Well, he let his much, car but, drift across, which he didn't yeah. need to do that because he had lots of room. He, he was quite... But th- then there's that kink in the track as well, isn't there, that makes it almost look like... Well, yeah, um, I guess so. He's I mean, moved maybe more than he has. He knew Russell was coming around the outside. So mm. it's like, and if you look at other drivers in that same position, they didn't really do that. That's why I'm a bit like, oh, yeah, I don't know. So, because, I mean, while they made it, di- not, they tr- didn't try to make it easy for someone passing, they still, I, I think it was a, that slightly late move by Bottas and, and Russell just fully fucking committing to it. And obviously that Williams is not the easiest car to drive. So I think that plays a part in it as well. So, yeah. And with the DRS up, you've got a lot of, um, you, know, you lose yeah. a lot of rear downforce. So, and they hadn't braked to that point. So the DRS was still open. So, um, yeah, it's a tricky one. Yeah, it's yeah, it is. Um, and I think that, you know, it again, it's just one small story in, in a race that had it all because that could that could easily sort of overshadow some of the other stuff in the race as well. Yeah, so, totally, yeah. um, you know, that Hamilton versus Verstappen kind of thing, um, even though it didn't lead to sort of some last lap ding dong battle it just showed just how um, competitive they, they're hopefully going to be against yeah. each other this season yeah i was saying in the intro yeah. the cars are very evenly paced i think i think yeah yeah red bull have the edge on the over one lap but i think mercedes have the slight yeah. pace advantage in a it's race cla- it's classic honda isn't it they, they've done this every time they've been in and out of the sport they sort of go out on a high um, which which I kind of love. It, it's kind yeah. of like they've had this sort of battle against all odds. Not forgetting that Honda was probably the worst engine in F one not that long ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean they're um, still Red Bull are essentially taking on the Honda engine, aren't they? They so are, which is great. But um, engine there will probably won't be a huge amount of difference. But to to have that level of, of that Honda name and and it was the same with the Braun GP, wasn't it? When they did that the, that yeah. year and it kind of just took it all on and it kind of a team rose from the ashes of Honda again. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> it's kind of crazy Genius but of Ross I, I kind of love that about it it's kind of cool yeah I mean it's um, it was cool and I mean obviously the Alpha Tauris are showing really good pace as well I mean mm, they yeah. they've got a very quick car probably the fourth or fifth quickest if they nail it together uh, Sonoda's yeah, yeah. I think Sonoda might be one of the fastest on the grid at the moment but in terms of pure talent and pace but he needs to figure out the mistakes but he's he's, he's, he's um, on he's, a knife. He's young now. and young and he's a young gun. I think and, he's uh, fast as fuck though. That's the thing. But he, he yeah. needs once he gets some mistakes in check and gets a balance right. I think yeah. Hopefully, he'll hopefully really he'll give, get the chance to do that. Yeah. yeah. But what yeah. I did notice with Alpha Tauri is I think they're they're kind of up higher in the grid now. But I think their um, strategy needs to come up a level because they they put. Gasly out on the wets at the start, which is probably Gasly's decision. But 
as soon as it became aware that that was the wrong tire to be oh, on, yeah, they, they should have they, brought they, him um, in and they just left him out. And people yeah. were lapping like five, six seconds a lap quicker than him. But there was a massive train behind him that was stuck behind him because it's quite hard to pass around Imola. Um, and as soon as they saw that, they should have brought him in straight away because um, they left him out far too long. And eventually they brought him in anyway and put him on the inters. So it's like they, they completely, they just, yeah, they, yeah, they it was, um, they, they, they definitely should have uh, made an earlier call there yeah. and accepted that they made the wrong decision. He could have been top four or five, I think easy. He could have, yeah. finished, you know, if he, he, he got really hung so. out to dry really, didn't he? Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I mean, I don't know, maybe he should have made the call. He should have said, no, yeah, I want inters. Yeah. I'm, I'm coming in. Cause um, Ocon was in the same position as him. He was on wets and they pitted him as soon as they realised. And yeah, he ca- yeah. she caught up to the back of uh, the Gasly pack um, within like not many laps, like within like four or five laps, he was back up with them again. So that just showed mm. this, the pace differential. Um, so yeah, I think the fear of them, of AlphaTauri losing, I don't know, they just couldn't make the big call, which, yeah. Whereas Alpine did, and I think that shows with maybe the maturity of that team, even though it's obviously only been called Alpine a year, but obviously the, the Renault team, you know, I don't know. Yeah, so I think AlphaTauri need to be a bit more reactionary when it comes to mm. it, it kind of it, it seems like almost that they couldn't admit that they were wrong and yeah, just exactly. being stubborn about it. <laughs> well, actually, you notice on about lap three or four, the guy came on the radio and going, oh, it's raining in the pits, it's raining in the pits. Like as if it was like, oh, we were right to go on wets. It's raining, when it really it was. It, they had a few spots, and that was it. And then it stopped raining. So it was almost like they were trying to, yeah, I don't know, back up their decision a bit by I don't know, yeah. So I think they they messed that up. But you know, hopefully they'll learn from it. But um, I think they could have finished ahead of the Ferraris, but like that because the Ferraris were quick enough, but they didn't show great pace. Science made about fifteen mistakes, which is hilarious. And he even came on the radio um, and he was like, fuck, yeah. how many mistakes am I going to make? And his, his mechanic yeah, was like, yeah, yeah just did, going too yeah. fast, just ease off a bit and yeah, just take it easy. I think he so. was, um, I did, you know, there's a lot of, there's, there's a lot of drivers that have got sort of probably a bit of a point to prove. And um, yeah, when you look at the, the split now, it's, it's really interesting. Um, yeah. And, I mean, and science is yeah. kind of almost falling into that category where he's still pretty young, but, you know, there's there's these new drivers exploding onto the scene, or or maybe a year or two behind him. You think of Norris, even um, although they're sort of roughly on the same trajectory. Yeah. Um, you know, Norris has has um, I suppose kind of just shown maybe that he's at least got sciences. Um, he's he's definitely equal to science. Oh, absolutely. If not, yeah, if yeah, not yeah. perhaps um, he's a little, taken a step yeah. above now. But the, yeah, the issue yeah. is, I think at the moment you've got these new drivers. You've got science. You've got Perez, and you've got uh, Ricardo all in mm. a new car mm. that's competitive, that's fast, but it's quite different to the car they've come from, and mm. it's taking them a bit of time. And I don't think they've realised that it would take uh, maybe i don't know maybe they're just trying to i mean ricardo talked about it it was quite interesting he was saying it's like there's almost this kind of like muscle memory there still from the last car so you're trying yeah, to drive yeah. it like you drove the last car which you can't really do so yeah exactly. and i think it's the same happening for science and for perez and obviously ricardo who's just come out and said that mm-hmm. um 
And so what I about think Vettel as well. <laughs> oh yeah, and Vettel. Yeah, he's going through the same thing. But that car's not the greatest. But I mean, they had no. so many technical problems. Like I think they if, did, if yeah. Vettel didn't have those problems, he'd have been up in the top ten. I think that the car was mm. definitely worthy of that. So, um, but he yeah, he's having the same issue as well. So. They'll all catch up. They're all really strong drivers. And Ricardo's going to start pressuring Norris in a few races. Sainz, I think, is going to start pressuring Leclerc. Perez already showed in the qualifying that he was starting to get his head around the car. But again, he, I think in this race, he just was pushing too hard and trying to um, overdrive the car, kind of like how Sainz was. They just kept making mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting to see um what's going to happen with that so um but i yeah, think, they'll I, get I think there, it's but... um yeah it's going to be i mean we we have to remember that it's only the second race as well yeah i mean to be <laughs> fair i think the most disappointing person of the season's been um uh bottas he's just yeah, been so far so off far, he's uh, like yeah i mean yeah. that this race he was he was nowhere like you know he yeah, shouldn't have even yeah. been in that position to let fucking um to let Russell get close to him. Like, how did that happen? It's like the Williams was about to pass and drive faster than the Mercedes. Like, that's like, what's mm. going on there? You know, it's, it's, um, it's a shame that they had that crash in terms of that, that battle could have been really tasty. Yeah. Um, well, I think, I, I think Russell, Russell would have got was, past, you know, totally driving, you know, that oh, Williams yeah. is, is clearly not a, a Mercedes. No. He'd have got of... past Bias and I think he'd have stayed ahead of him. Honestly, I yeah, think he would have yeah. like he, yeah. he it, and, but obviously after the crash, but um, yeah, I think Bottas has got real problems. And I was actually thinking this year about this and I think Bottas is going to get absolutely fucking destroyed by Hamilton. Just, 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 destroyed by him because Hamilton's got Verstappen now as this person to try and beat in a Red Bull that's technically a bit quicker than the Mercedes um, so I, it's going to be a really hard year for Bottas and I think for Perez too because Verstappen and Hamilton are just I think they're going to just transcend to this higher level that not many other people on the grid could really get to so it's going to yeah, be really yeah. interesting to see um to see what happens, but I think yeah, Bias is gonna have to fucking brace himself for a fucking challenging year. Like he's gonna have to really up his game if he wants to compete. So it's um mm. yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Um and then I think Norris might be the other driver that's gonna try is almost gonna be on the coattails of Hammer and Verstappen. I, I honestly think he is. He's he's he seems there's something about him this year. Like he's just Fucking yeah, flying. I um, I, I I hope I hope uh, I hope you're right. Yeah, um, I I, I would I was probably going to make the same kind of point. Is that he seems to have um, potentially stepped up and and I, I, and it would be I suppose you kind of have to check yourself a bit to not get too caught up in the excitement of it's only the second race. But you feel like <laughs> actually when you look back over the last couple of seasons, his trajectory. Um, has been really good. Oh, he's, he's done it perfectly. Yeah, it's, it's gone yeah, really well for yeah. him. Um, I mean, even Russell, actually, I suppose, similar for him. It's just it's been a steady progression. Yeah, better and I better. Think, I think with Russell, the car's not kept up with him, whereas oh, no, with, no. with Norris, it, the yeah. great thing is is that McLaren seem to be giving him a car that's capable of it now as well, yeah. which is, is, is great. Oh, it's brilliant, yeah. I mean, And then yeah. with Ricardo on that team, once he clicks with that car, he's going to be oh, right great. up there too. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and you know he will like once he gets the hang of the brakes and stuff because he's probably the latest breaker 
on on the mm. grid. Like mm. I, that's going to be awesome. Um, and I was also going to say, I think Mercedes might have got it wrong this year with Bottas and Russell. I think. Uh, okay. I think yeah, it's going to cost them the constructors championship. I think Hamilton's going to win the drivers, but I think Red Bull's going to win the constructors because because uh, Bottas isn't yeah. going to get enough good results. Whereas mm. if they had George in the car, I don't think he'd have been quite on Lewis's pace this year, but he would have been right up there and, and mm. challenging that P3. Taking, taking those sort of second and third places. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I wouldn't write Bottas off just yet. No, no, I'm not writing him off much. yet. But I, I, <laughs> I just, I feel like because of the level that, that Hamilton and Verstappen are going to get to, I think it's going to be, I don't know, it could just that, destroy That could filter down into a really good battle, hopefully, between the likes of Perez and Bottas. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, with, with hopefully Norris and, and Ricardo and, and the Ferraris even as well, you know, all sort yeah, of knocking on each other's doors. It, it yeah. kind of, it bodes well for the excitement factor, hopefully. They, they've got their power back now, though, those Ferrari engines, so... It's, yeah, um, they're, they're, I think they made a lot of it up, but not all of it, apparently. But I don't know. They're getting um, there. I think even Honda yeah. might actually have the edge at the moment out of all of them. So, in, yeah, in flat, flat out, um, yeah. I think the um, was it the McLarens are actually one of the fastest in the straight line, aren't they? Uh, the McLarens are. Yeah, they're Mercedes now, though. But um, they are. But, yeah, yeah, um, but they, I guess you know it's the sum of all parts again. It's not. It's great that they've got that Mercedes power, but um, it seems like they've designed a good car as well. Yeah, I think they've. It's got the good mechanical grip, and mm. they're able to run a bit, a little bit less aero. Um, mm. Which mm. is like that's the problem with the teams like uh, Williams. They have to run so much aero on it to get the downforce because they're lacking it in other areas. That that's why yeah, they're slower, yeah. despite the fact they've got a Mercedes engine. That's right. That's yeah. yeah so. Because they used to run their cars real skinny on aero. Um, mm, they were always yeah. the fastest in a straight line. Um, yeah. That's yeah. when they were getting, you know, they finished like third or fourth in the championship a few years back. And then it's just been. That's right. Yeah. Downhill yeah. from there. That was fucking. Who was it? Who's that dude they brought on board who came from Mercedes? Um, he basically fucked it up. His concepts just ruined Williams for you. That's what. Oh, Paddy. Was it Paddy Lowe? Yeah. He, yeah. he fucked it up. Yeah. And like, yeah. by the time I think Claire Williams realised. Yeah, and they got rid yeah. of him. They just got as soon as they found out that he fucked it that much, they just that's they um, booted him. <laughs> in I think the second is it the second series of the Netflix doco. Um, oh yeah, that that becomes quite apparent that kind of whole scenario that unfolds at Williams with the car not being ready for testing and stuff, and yeah. and just looking like a shambles. And it yeah, it kind of looks like uh, he he is kind of at the centre of it, which yeah. is really interesting given his success and experience in F1. So, well, and he yeah. was part of the Mercedes team for yeah, exactly. three years before he left there. Yeah. So, and he, I mean, he was what he was just below um, Toto Wolf, wasn't he? He was kind of the. Yeah, today. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I guess. So it's, I don't know. It was um, maybe there was people around him that made him look good, eh? Well, I think you're right. Yeah. I mean, that Mercedes <laughs> team, I think there's so much talent there that, um, but they mm. brought on the right guy. They brought on the guy from Ferrari. Um, what's his name? Um, the, the technical chief dude. Um, fuck, I can't remember his name, but he, he was with Ferrari and that was when Ferrari had a really good car. He, he, that was, he gave them a championship winning car, but Ferrari's, um, 
management and uh, tactics and strategy fucked it up. But he gave them a good car though. Um, so he left them, came to Mercedes, and then they've kind of just risen even more. So yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think who that so was. Paddy Lowe left. Um, um, was it James James Allison? James Allison, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, he's yeah. a proper genius. So and he he gave yeah. that Ferrari the best chance of winning a world championship for two years running, and they fucked it up. But um, it's uh, yeah, interesting. But anyway, um, yeah. So that's yeah. It's uh, I can't remember how we got into that, but yeah, <laughs> it's certainly going to be very interesting. Yeah, I think um, I'm trying to think as well. So just to, to go back uh, and think about any bits we've missed on the race. So it all kind of really kicked off. There was a safety car, wasn't there, really early on? Well, it was like, Latifi crashed. So he, he, that was it. Yeah. he went off, came back on the track, and then just drove straight back onto the racing line. And that's right. And yeah. took out, yeah. well, almost took out Nikita Mazepin, who everyone saw involved him, and they went, oh, here we go. But it wasn't <laughs> yeah. actually his fault. He... He was on been. the line, racing line. He drifted off to the right to allow Latifi to come on. And Latifi just went, basically just drove straight into the side of him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he yeah. just didn't check. <laughs> to, it, it was a bit of a, yeah, Latifi fucked up there. Um, so that happened, which then caused the safety car. And then the restart, it was pretty, it wasn't too bad. That's when um, Norris made an incredible yeah pass yeah. around like two or three cars and what a move what basically a move. <laughs> zero visibility and it was like fucking outlando and he yeah. that's where he got into the strong position he was in and then um i mean after then the the, the restart he then made that move which got him up to third on uh, leclerc because of yeah. those soft yeah. tires so that was the other great move that he put on um yeah i mean it was uh I think yeah, that was kind of what was happening. It was it was actually before Hamilton went off. Uh, Hamilton it, also got sort of slightly stitched up on his on his pit stop as well, didn't he? Well, um, yeah, they had a, the, the right front yeah, stuck a bit, so, so he we, had a slow pit stop. as yeah, well. Yeah, so he had like a second yeah. longer pit stop, and if they'd had a quicker pit stop, he might have got out right next to Verstappen, but it would have been pretty close. But um, yeah, but essentially yeah, was, um, him going off when he was he was catching Verstappen and it would have been a real ding dong last thirty laps. Oh, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um yeah. but yeah. then especially if then Bottas and uh Russell had still had crashed still, so then it would have been Hamilton and Verstappen neck to neck. Like that would have been yeah. pretty mad. But I mean it was still pretty entertaining though. I mean Verstappen just checked out of the front and just drove flawlessly for those last thirty six laps and pulled out he like did. A yeah, he twenty did. second he lead did. and then Verstappen yeah. Hamilton obviously came through the pack and that was really exciting and got the fastest lap, which is what kept him one point ahead of the championship. Yeah. <laughs> that, I tell you that fastest lap this year, that's gonna be huge. They're gonna be both going for that because it's almost like a full race win to worth be, of points. Yeah, it could be the difference, couldn't it? Like twenty three points or something. So Yeah, yeah. It's um you gotta be trying to get that every race now because that, that could yeah. literally be the difference. Like it could be like three yeah. points in it or something this year. I don't know. It's gonna be so close. Um, yeah, I mean it it would be yeah, it could be a real great battle. I mean, um, you know, I think um did sort of as the track was dry and Hamilton came within, I think a couple of seconds of Verstappen, and then yeah. um, when he when they pitted, and then uh, Mercedes stopped second, um, and then uh, they sort of had it real close, and then uh, Hamilton's pit stop obviously was a bit slow, so uh, you know 
have a step and well that put him of, back to about five oh, seconds that's when it, it yeah. got it down to and about two so and a then, half um, and, yeah. sort of Verstappen actually then hit traffic after that yeah 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 um, and Which so then Hamilton sort of um, I think sort of uh, sensed a bit of a chance um, yeah so I mean he made up sort of you know I think two and a half three seconds um, yeah he got in, it back to about two and a half on, seconds yeah, you know, yeah it's crazy yeah. Um, and then I think he said it himself. I think he just got too impatient. Like he should have yeah, waited yeah, yeah. F- yeah. for that chicane for the for the hairpin, mm. and then got it got past them um, after that. But I think um, yeah, that that was yeah. his mistake there. So, but yeah, he ended up to it. He was like, yeah, it was my fault. I fucked it up. I just got impatient. So um, yeah, he's yeah. he's definitely. Um, He's got a lot of humility about him. I, I think oh, yeah, Hamilton's time. quite polarizing to some people in that he, so some people love to hate, obviously. But um, he seems he see his head just seems to be in a really good place, and oh, you know time, he's yeah. just gone, yeah, I fucked up. I'm a human, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And um, I think as well the way that he interacts with the other drivers. So, like at the end of the race with with Verstappen and and with Norris and and all the other drivers, he's He's just a sort of um, he's what's the word? He's got a lot of humility about him, and it's only and positivity. It, he's never critical of anyone. Yeah, it's just yeah. Pure positivity. Um, like it's, um, and, first and thing he said was congratulating the, Max. He was like, "Yeah, he drove he drove a flawless race." Like, yeah, yeah. exactly. And I think that's good. Um, and I think going back to Russell and his reaction and that, I think it's probably just a mixture of um, him being very young, inexperienced, fired up. And all the rest of it, which is also good to and see, like, but it also you know, it needs dying. to be tempered. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, totally. But I think yeah, with yeah. his age, and I think I think Wolf knows that. Toto Wolf, he knows. Uh, he'll that, be so. well managed, and and he's already come out and done the uh, apology on social media and all yeah, this yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. stuff. So, um, you know, it's it's the heat of the moment sort of stuff, and that's fair enough to a degree. But he'll he'll learn from that, obviously. Yeah. Um, and and it will probably make him a better person and a better driver. And, and well, that's it. I mean, I, I don't know if you saw. So I'm, I follow these guys on Instagram. So after qualifying, when Norris was like fucked up and should have got third, mm, mm. Hamilton actually like Norris put out a post and was just really self-deprecating and said he fucked mm. up and he let everyone down and all this stuff. And Hamilton actually commented on his post and said, "No, nah, man, yes, don't. yeah." Did yeah. you see that? Yeah. So he said a really nice thing to him and said, "Look, head up." You know, we'll make mistakes. It's fine. You you drove great. Your pace is good. You know, it's, it's all about tomorrow, basically. And then, um, and then actually, Hamilton did the same for Russell in Russell's apology post. I don't know if you saw that. So then, Hamilton actually no, I didn't see that. Yeah, no. Hamilton commented on that and was just like, um, you know, we have to make mistakes or we'll never learn. So it's like it's, it's this real kind of positive yeah. thing. It's like yeah. you'll learn from it. Don't worry about it. Just on to the next one. Let's go. And just, again, really supportive. And I don't know. I love Hamilton. I mean, everyone who listens to this knows I'm, I'm a Lewis fanboy. But um, it's uh, he's just, yeah, he just, I don't know. He's just carrying himself really well at the moment. So, And that's actually no, rubbing off. I think that's, that, that's fair enough. Why, you know, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like I'm going to be a Norris fanboy. But um, Oh, yeah. Well, I'm definitely, <laughs> I'm definitely a Norris fanboy as well. I think he's brilliant. He's just so funny. Yeah. But you know, I I think that that's that's fine because they're displaying you know whatever people might think of Formula One and you know this is the world of the privileged and all the rest of it and everything else. But well, I mean, not all of them. You know, yeah, it's 
it, it's, it's the pinnacle of so many things as well. It is in that kind of privileged world, but the best drivers at the moment <laughs> yeah, you haven't have come re- from that. So. You have to recognise their talents and the, and the, yeah. the amazing I mean, um, advancements that it brings in so many areas of, of engineering and all the rest of it. But But what you are seeing, and I think it's a good point that you make, is that that humility is coming through as well, which... Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you can be a ruthless um, person and, and you need to be to get to the top, but you can also be a human about it as well. Yeah. It's quite it's quite a good thing to see. These people are ultimately are role models, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, totally. My, my yeah. nephews watch it and stuff like that. And, and they love Lewis Hamilton because, A, he's a winner, but, B, he's actually um, quite sort of um humble about it as well he's, he's very open he doesn't really hide yeah. behind a personality sort of thing it's, it's he's very and he does you know don't get me wrong he does some dick things like try and try and pretend he's a some singer or something and but What's also wrong with that, he's he's not um he's not trying to push that too hard and you know fair enough at least he's having a go and doing stuff outside of, of like he's living his normal life his like, production's not that bad actually i mean it's not my yeah. sort of thing i mean I, I don't have a problem with that if he wants to be a, do that afterwards so fucking what i mean i don't really but yeah and and i guess you know it, it would be easy to tear him down for that sort of thing but again he's just a human being that's just showing like he's he's actually got a personality and he does stuff outside of of of, of that world which yeah, yeah, is yeah. Um, you know which is good and I think yeah I, I Lando Norris being self-deprecating and, and humble as well just shows he's got a human side um, yeah, totally. and um, you know the fact that, that uh, I think what's really good if people um, wanted to get a real good insight into that side of, of, of what goes on um, sort of stripping back some of the 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 layers uh, of the sort of the the shell um the the netflix doco is a really good example of, of seeing um that human aspect to it um in a very different light yeah totally yeah yeah it's well worth watching i'm still i think i've got a, i haven't started the third season yet but mm. Um, mm. i need to do that at some point but yeah 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 yeah, it's um, not to get too gushy about it anyway, but uh, it, <laughs> but you know, ultimately we're here to talk about F one and and um, somehow I've been a F one nerd for a long time, so um, yeah, yeah it's uh, it's good to geek out and um, actually sing its praises because there's a lot of positive things that uh, come from from all of these situations, no matter how privileged and uh, oh yeah, totally. Well, I mean, ultimately, all... also yeah. I mean, <laughs> you say it's privileged and it kind of is, but. The best drivers, like Hamilton, he came from a council estate. Um, George Russell exactly. came from yeah. a very poor family. Um, mm. uh, Espan Ocon, super poor family. He's like so much struggle to get in F1 and like the cost yeah. of him doing yeah. that was like huge yeah. for him. Um, there are other drivers that obviously it's a bit easier for, like Stroll. I mean, that's hard for him, but he's actually got some talent, so it's kind of all right for him. I mean, Mazepin yeah, is I, one I of the Yeah, I think I'd have a lot of respect for what Stroll has done. Um, I, I certainly probably, uh, early on, almost kind of wrote him off as, oh, he's just a pay driver and he happens to be lucky enough to yeah. have daddy to bankroll him. It's and, almost harder for him almost because he's got a lot yeah, more to Yeah, but he's actually, you know, what said, because... Um, if you again, if you look past all that, the, that family is has always been. Um, yes, they are privileged and they're filthy rich, but 
they've always been um, embedded in the sport somehow. So yeah. it's kind of, it's almost like a natural progression for him. He just yeah, yeah, I think to so. be backed by a lot of money. Well, it was just his dad. He worked his ass off and got them to that position. Well, yeah, so he's he's a can't really like self-made man. So, yeah, you, so know. you can't really, you know, and he, yeah. and he's clearly got the skills. Like you only have to see how good, um, uh, how good he is in the wet to know that. Because mm. you don't, the, the drivers that really stand out who are really good are the ones that are really good in the wet because it's all feel and, and just natural talent. And Stroll is really quick in the wet, like notoriously so. Yeah, so he's, he's a good of, driver. He's a good driver. Mm. Um, well, he put it on a pole uh, at, in Turkey last year and, you know, yeah, he could have won the race, yeah. but for inexperience really. So, yeah. Yeah. I, um, I'm going to be interested to see how Vettel gets on again. Um, he's yeah, not he exactly time. at the world alike, but I think the car's probably not helped him again. He's, he's kind of a victim of circumstance at the moment. Well, yeah, apparently the powertrain, the Mercedes powertrain in terms of drivability. So by yeah. that, I mean how, for people who don't know, it's it's how the power gets delivered when you accelerate and all that sort of stuff and the deceleration from the curves. And that's been not the greatest in the Mercedes engine this year, which they sorted out from the first race to this race at least. But um, that's been a bit of an issue. For obviously, um, Seb's come from a Ferrari, so. Yeah, and also not forgetting that, that um, well, Aston Martin as it is now, um, sort of had a, a big uh, hoo-ha about the this high rake design and, and how it's um, upset their car and everything else. Yeah, so, I think they need to shut the fuck uh, up because they, they yeah. copied Mercedes and like everything, basically, they did. And now <laughs> they it's come lucky. and they got, and they were lucky <laughs> last year to get away with it and put in yeah. some really good results. And now this year, because of the rule changes, which they voted for the rule changes. That's what Christian Horner came out and said. He was like, well, you you voted yes for them, mate. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was all very you clear what they were going to do. So it's like, you know, he, I think they got to just stop their bitching and just figure it out and get on with it. But, you know, that's what Mercedes yeah, are doing. No, Mercedes aren't bitching the, about um, it. They're like, yeah, of course they're going to try and slow us down, but we'll just figure it out and go faster and fuck them. So, yeah, 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 I guess this is the flip side of what we were just talking about of kind of like this rich man kind of seemingly buying his way into the sport, which to a degree he has, to a degree. Um, and, well, he saved and the team. He'll have so, to learn some harsh lessons, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, he, I mean, he saved a lot of jobs and, and the team, so I guess exactly that's the benefit yeah, there, but yeah. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, I don't but know, um, yeah, that sort of thing only gets you so far, I suppose. Yeah, you know? they, they definitely <laughs> just need to quit their bitching and just figure it out because they're wasting yeah. resource yeah. and time and energy and just all this negativity trying to complain about it when they should just be going right. This is the situation we're in. When they're not, they're never going to vote to change them mid-season. It's just not going to happen. So I don't know why they're wasting their time with it. So it just it seems silly to be doing that. But I mean it's clear they targeted that sort of design it was mm. but that was the whole point to try and slow mercedes down and you know if they hadn't copied mercedes <laughs> they wouldn't be in this fucking situation so you know what are you going to do um they'll yeah, figure it out interesting I think to see how out, they so. uh how they react and um yeah. yeah i think um sort of uh probably you should mention um i think kimmy Raikkonen and did pretty well as well in the Afro he did, but he fucked up in he the got restart. Some penalty, didn't yeah, he? so oh. essentially in the after the restart, 
the safety car comes out they follow the safety car out and they do a lap or something and then the safety car comes in and it was a rolling start um so as soon as they cross the line they can go uh, full power of course yes but what happened with Raikkonen was he had a spin and i believe he came back onto the track and regained the positions which you're not allowed to do he should have stayed mm. which is what happened to perez as well in the first um safety car he spun and then he what he should have done was actually stay in the position he ended up in but he didn't he got he took the positions back um so i think it's a similar thing that happened with raikkonen um during that start procedure and that first lap so um yeah so he got penalised, which actually meant uh, Alonso and Ocon for Alpine both got upgraded to two positions. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I think Perez got penalised as well. And then, yeah, Ocon so and they sort of, um, got a ninth and a tenth. You so. know, yeah. They've sort of, uh, I think Alpine have, have kind of stolen a bit of a, a march there when you think about they could have quite easily been pushed out of that ninth and 10th spot, really. Um, you know, Perez really didn't have a great day. He came home in 11th. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know he. It'd be interesting to see. I really hope he does well, and I'm sure he will. Um, and and uh, I think it's a case of what we spoke about earlier, sort of the same sort of thing as Ricardo, maybe Science and, and various other drivers getting used to the car and Vettel. But um, it'd be interesting to see how he goes because it's almost that um, sort of um, that that problem child uh, kind of seat, isn't it, with Red Bull? That that number two driver. Um, it kind of puts a hex on on some drivers. I hope it doesn't on um, on Sergio Perez because I think he's got a real opportunity there to have one of the fastest cars and and, yeah, and I, really I think show show how good he is. He'll get there. It's just yeah. adapting to the car, and they know that, and they're giving him time. And he he won't he won't be like the other drivers. He's too good and he's too experienced. Mm, um, and he's I, and, yeah, you know, he outqualified yeah. Verstappen. He was the first driver to do that in years. So very true. You know, very true. So, yeah, he's, yeah. I think he probably just had a bit of an off day and, and, and actually in those conditions, um, it would be easily sort of, um, yeah, it would be remiss to sort of, uh, write people off just because of, uh, one race. But, um, and, and the same as you mentioned with Yuki Sonoda as well. I think he's he's one to watch. Yeah, he's fast. He's properly fast, man. He just has to. Um, I mean, Martin yeah. Brundle said it best. He was watching him in the first one of the practice sessions from the first race, and he was just saying he just drives that car on the ragged edge. It's just like absolute mm, mm. balls to the wall, maximum attack, and he's either getting around that corner or he's crashing. <laughs> well, he's getting around the corner as fast as it's humanly possible to do, or he's going to crash. It's like no, there's no in between. So um, I think yeah. um, was there a driver? There was a Japanese driver not that long ago, wasn't there? Kamui Kobayashi, Kobayashi I think, yeah. um, and earned a nickname Koba Crashy or something. Mm. Uh, and he was maybe a bit like that as well. He was actually, you know, he was a pretty good driver, um, yeah, but he definitely. had a tendency to make errors. Um, yeah, I mean, I and, think uh, um, I think uh, Sonoda's just. Um, I reckon it's more just he's actually just finding the limits of the car at the moment, and yeah, he's going to crash. Yeah. It's what, mate? It's how Schumacher drive. If you go back and watch those things, Schumacher was like that. He made a lot of mistakes because he really did yeah. try to find the limits of, the, of that car. Explored all, all the possibilities. So yeah. I think that's what he's yeah. doing, and it's like, and it, it, it's like even after his crash at this weekend in the practice session, he crashed the car, got back in the, you know, got taken back to the thing. You know, helmet off, you know, didn't keep the helmet on walking through the pits. It's like helmet off, you know, all the protection off and just walks, you know, chest up 
through the pits into his garage, like right, yeah, and just got on with it. There was no like mm. shame in what he did or like, oh, sorry, he was probably apologetic, but he wasn't like um, meek about yeah. it or anything. He was just like, yeah, I crashed. Let's get on with it. Just like, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. I, I think it's um, and that's like this kind of mentality of the really good drivers like, seem to have that mentality where they know they're really good and they know they're going to push the team forward. And but it's going to come with mistakes like Verstappen's the same he's made loads of fuck-ups over the years like and uh but it just it just it's like yeah it happens and off we go like yeah the Monaco you, you, when he crashed um, in you have to have those so. moments don't you to to develop yeah. and as a driver yeah definitely um, so yeah it's gonna be good but, uh, special mention probably also go to Nikita has a spin um because I believe that um, the race yeah, he. I saw. I must have seen uh, Haas spin at least uh, a few times, um, whether it was uh, Mick or, or Nikita. Sorry, doing what? Hello. Oh, is the connection gone bad? No, no, I can hear you. Ah, okay. Um, no, I was saying um, we should mention um, Nikita has a spin. I thought it was Mazza spin. Yeah. Oh, okay. Has a spin, Mazza spin, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, Mick Schumacher. Um, just just for their ability to, uh, you know, um, probably uh, meet expectations, particularly uh, Mazza spin, as he seems to uh, sort of uh, be on a trajectory of, of, of sort of um, testing the limits of the car. Well, no say. one likes him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean he had a he decent enough race he didn't have many mistakes in this race which i guess is good because it was very tricky so obviously he had the latifi drive into him but that wasn't his fault so yeah um but yeah. he kept i mean schumacher actually had the in- incident towards the start where he crashed um trying to warm the warm the tires up under the safety car oh yeah of course yeah um yeah. which then closed the pit lane for <laughs> and he had to just keep driving <laughs> around laps because it took him ages to remove the fucking wing from the pit lane exit i don't know why it took him so long but because mm. there were literally like 10 people standing right there 10 of the mm. kind of marshals standing just off the track i was like yeah it took him ages anyway but there must be some safety reason for it but but yeah they're um i mean their car they're not doing anything to it this year they've come out and said no what it is now is what it'll be it. at the end of the yeah. year we're not fucking wasting any money on it so they mm. know they're going to be at the back the whole year but so they're going to just have to learn what they can <laughs> So this makes me sort of believe that this this goes back to the privilege kind of thing. Is is um, ah look, I'm sure Nikita Mazaspin is is um is 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 a is a great driver considering he's made it into F1 somehow. But um, I think um, he brings a lot of money with him. So whether we'll see oh, him on the grid next year remains to be seen. Uh, well, because <laughs> of the money, think- he probably will. Because you know has need it yeah they but, need that um, money yeah he's got enough talent um, i mean he did all right in formula two i mean he, he his yeah, aggression yeah. and his maturity is an issue but i think he'll learn pretty quick that he can't be like that in, yeah it'd be in it'd be interesting to see how long he hangs around or how long he's around for in f1 and yeah I, i'm not uh i'm not going to um sort of uh talk him down too much because he's he's clearly there on um a, a reasonable level of talent in 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 uh f1 terms um yeah but uh no doubt uh he's one of those drivers that um happens to bring a lot of money to the team which is which is how some of the smaller teams operate and how they survive so that's fair enough 
Um, but uh, Mick, Mick Schumacher, I think um, he, he could be one to watch in terms of clearly he's at Haas just to learn. Yeah, I, um, I think he'll be, yeah, he, and he is, I think. I think he'll be at Haas this year, and I think um, he might step up to Alfa Romeo next year. Maybe, And yeah. then yeah. with a potential to Ferrari year after, and yeah. that's going to, I think Leclerc's there. He's, he's clearly man, on so. some some trajectory um, that uh, could be interesting to see, see how that unfolds. Because there's some drivers that sort of explode onto the scene a bit more and there's some that take a real slow burn. Oh, I think he's a slow burn because yeah. I, I followed yeah. him quite a lot in uh, F2 and the mm. first year he was in F2, he was good, but he didn't go too quick and then it was his second year that he won it um yeah, and, but again exactly. even in that yeah. season he started real slow and steady and built up so yeah he doesn't yeah. um yeah he's very methodical and about how he's going about things i think and no one's rushing him and it's he's, mm. he's been very mm. carefully looked after i think um mm. so i think he'll do really well um and he, he seems to have a yeah he's definitely got the talent so yeah, one to watch, one to watch. Yeah, Absolutely. So. Yeah. So yeah, and, um, it's, it's good. Well, exciting times. Yeah, well, nice. um, yeah, I, I think maybe yeah. we've, uh, we've covered quite a lot this evening. We have, yeah. I think it's good. And I can't decide whether to do every race or do it kind of like this and every do it maybe, you know, twice a month and just chat about what's been going on and I, I, I'm not quite sure. So we'll see. So I might do them every race or I might just do little kind of you know, I guess maybe we should judge each race um, by merit. If, maybe if, if it's if, boring, if, then if maybe it's worthy not. <laughs> of our talk. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, if we'll we see. deem it worthy of us um, bothering to do a recording, then I'd say you know let's do it when it's fresh in our minds. Otherwise, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. maybe we'll we'll gloss over it if it was a bit of a boring yeah. one. But maybe if it's a boring one, I'll just do a little independent yeah, yeah, one and just yeah. give the results and <laughs> waffle a, a bit little update then, but nothing more yeah no, we'll see you don't, so. you don't have to listen to my rambling um yeah. <laughs> but um something tells me that that's probably quite unlikely this season yeah i think it's going to be uh <laughs> i mean we've got portugal next which is a great track mm, yeah yeah nice wide is that, fast is that the real? uh i don't know hang on oh maybe i'm going to retro uh, Formula 1 Heineken Grand Primo de Portugal 2021 but it doesn't say um, Autodromo Internacionalo do Algarve so it's no it's not but huh. it's um, I don't know it's been obviously resurfaced last year so this year hopefully it's going to be a bit grippier last year it wasn't at all <laughs> uh, yeah so we've got Portugal next and then Spain, which they were joking on the BBC podcast that it might actually finally have a decent race because you can't pass there. So um, we'll see about that, though, I guess. And then is that so Spain's Jerez, is it? Um, circuit to Catalonia. Catalonia, crikey. Why have I gone into retro? Guys, mode? you've gone, I've, you've I've, you've I gone like 40 years ago. be dragging mate. racetracks up from the past. Yeah, we've got Monaco, <laughs> but that is Monaco, so that's all right. That's the oldest yeah. one there. Maybe it's because it was Imola this weekend. It's, yeah, it's maybe. It's yeah. nostalgic. But we've got, I mean, the next, yeah, so Portugal's going to be great. Spain could be a bit squiffy, but who knows. And you've got Monaco, Azerbaijan, which is an awesome track. I fucking love that. Baku is really good, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you've got Canada, which is amazing, which is yeah. question mark whether that's going to happen. We're not sure true um which is fucking stupid having it when it is it's so it's like 
it's all European and then suddenly Azerbaijan, Canada, and then back to fucking France. It's like, what are they doing? Like, come on, guys, put Canada, like... I mean, yeah, I guess right. you've got to have it then because of the weather, but it sounds like it might be cancelled anyway because of COVID, so that's probably going to be better for the environment if it happens because you'd have to ship all the shit over there. Although most of it's already probably on its way, so by boat, because <laughs> they do a lot of stuff by boat when they, that they don't have to do urgently. Yeah, then it's France, um, which... Oh, so France is at... Um, well, that's an old Is that Paul Ricard or Magnicor? It's um, Paul Ricard, yeah. So, oh, so good, yeah. Um, that's cool. That's, but, so that's interesting. And then you've got um, Austria, uh, Canada, France, Austria. That's always good fun. Then Silverstone, Hungary. Yeah. Basically, once we hit Austria, Lewis is pretty good there, I believe. And so then, many good tracks to come. Mate, it's crazy. And then you've got Silverstone where Lewis is really good. Hungary where Lewis basically can't be beaten. Um, yeah. He's so Belgium, good in Hungary. Belgium is awesome. Max is always strong there. And um, the Holland. That's good. That's, um, Netherlands, new track. Yeah. Yeah, so cool. That's going to be good. Hopefully they'll have all the mad uh, fans Zandvoort. by then. Um, and then Italy, um, see Monza. Um, Russian Grand Prix, yeah. which I quite like. It's no, It's it, yeah. yeah, that can be maybe sometimes a little bit meh. Yeah, and then Singapore, which is always good fun. That's just such a crazy yeah. race. Japan, so yeah. cool. United States, I love that track. So much fun so to drive. So good. Yeah. Mexico's good. Yeah, Mexico's good. Sergio Perez in a Red Bull, which is strong there. Imagine if he wins. That would just be mental. Yeah. So that's good. Hopefully yeah. everything's okay in Mexico by then for COVID. So God knows. But mm. Brazil, I don't know whether they're going to be. I don't know whether they're going to have Brazil. I don't I, see. Yeah, how I have can. my doubts. I don't see how they Australia. Can. Yeah, mate, that's going to be good. We'll see if we can go. Hopefully, for that, hopefully, yeah. we might be. Maybe we do a live podcast from Melbourne. Yeah, how maybe. good would that be? Uh, well, yeah, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> or, or at least a record in Melbourne somewhere near the track somehow maybe I could bring my uh, portable segment. podcasting Perhaps. machines and now uh, we could interview people and stuff um, yeah. yeah then Saudi Arabia <laughs> that's new track street circuit um, yeah, looks awesome looks interesting and then the old uh, classic Abu Dhabi, which no one really cares about because it's always over by then. But maybe this year it won't be. Mm, yeah, it'd be interesting actually. I don't think Abu Dhabi it's never that interesting, but possibly for slightly the wrong reasons in that the circuit itself is actually all right. Um, it's, it's just, uh, it seems to sort of, um, the championship is done and dusted. Yeah. Well, that's why. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like a little Saudi Arabia looks interesting. Yeah. Mad track. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's going to be, um, it's going to be good. 23 rounds, the most of any year. Mm. Well, minus I think Canada and maybe Probably Brazil, mm, yeah, maybe Mexico. Who knows? Hopefully not, because Mexico—that's cool that track. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's going to be good though, I think. So yeah, very exciting. Um, let's wrap it up there. We've been waffling right. enough. It's going to be late. I want to watch my TV. One more episode of my TV show, I think. And you say so, you're watching uh, Coronation Street in yeah, EastEnders? Mate. Yeah, mate. No, I'm watching yeah. a show called Banshee. It's most enjoyable. Ah, of course. Yeah, it's good. It's uh, small town America, kind of uh, gangsters and police and lots of boobies. It's good. 
<sighs> so yeah, can't go wrong, mate. Um, right for babies. It's got Lily Simmons in it, who's hot as fuck. And uh, I mean, that's not the only reason to watch it, but it's it's one very good reason to watch it. So anyway, uh, it's on binge if anyone's interested. So um, right, nice. Well, Dave, cheers for joining us. We'll be back um, very soon. We've got a big run of races happening pretty close together. Um, yeah. So yeah. we've got it's the next... It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Yeah, the next two are back-to-back, Portugal and Spain. So um, maybe we do one after the Spanish and summarise, you know, maybe we do something like that. So um, unless Portugal's a banging race and then we can do that one. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. And then Monaco, I'm glad that's back on the calendar. So, yeah. If not, we'll definitely do one for that, I think. So, um, yeah, cheers for coming on. And no worries at all. Thanks for having me. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's good to chat some shit about Formula One. Yeah, it's good. Cheers for everyone that's tuned in. If you are tuning in, I don't know how many numbers we've got at the moment, but hopefully you've uh, returned for the Formula One shenanigans and uh, we'll be back uh, very soon. So, yeah, cheers again, Dave. Cheerio. Cheers, everyone. Bye-bye.